When I think about the choices that I make, I envision them compounded two, three, four, five years from now. If I make this choice consistently every single day, what is it going to lead me to? And that's how I apply it to my relationships, to my friendships, to my habits, my routines, everything that I do every single day, because it's not just you doing it once, it's you consistently applying that every single day. So when I think about red flags and what I want in a partner, not what I don't want, but what I actually want, why would I stay with someone who has shown me a red flag that's a red flag to me? And allow that to be compounded into my future? Why would I allow myself to get put in a situation where I know for a fact it's not going to work out? Why would I do that? Why would I waste my time? That's just how I personally think when I think about the choices that I make every single day. Most people don't make that choice. Most people settle for less because it's easier in the moment to have that instant satisfaction, to have that void filled immediately by remaining in a situation, remaining in a relationship where someone might show you love here and there, where someone might trigger past trauma or feel like it's comfortable because it's aligning to the past trauma you felt and it feels like home, but really it's not home. It's just an environment that you are so accustomed to that it feels like it's normal. This is how things are. People always deal with problems. Everyone's toxic. Might as well just stay with someone because everyone's the same. And that mindset is what keeps you behind. Not everyone is like that. You run into people who are like that because you believe that's how people are or you're consistently seeking for people to treat you a certain way for people uh, that have certain motives in the back of your mind, you're consistently seeking for that. My mom, she used to always tell me, you are so heartless. Like, you are so heartless. And she used to always say it in a joking manner. But I think what she meant was, when I had my spiritual awakening, I became very self-absorbed in my own self-love. And I began to figure out why aren't things working for me? Why am I consistently put in situations where... My partners disrespect me, where they cheat on me, where I feel like I'm being left out, where my voice isn't being heard. And I realized that growing up with a mother who is an angel on earth, who provides and gives and gives and gives and gives so much of her love, even when she doesn't have none to give, a mother who will abandon herself to put her kids first to put her husband first, to put the people that she loves first, a person who never says no, a person who is just always there for you. And I'm so thankful for my mom. If you've met her in person, she is literally an angel on earth. She's the sweetest person ever. And I think that with that comes people-pleasing tendencies. I grew up naturally being a people-pleaser because I had that in my life. It was who I look up to. And so consistently throughout my life, my love and my joy and my happiness came from seeing that from the people that I loved. Even if it was lacking in me, if I seen it in someone else that I loved and I was able to give them that, I felt happy. I felt content. 
I thrived off of other people's happiness. And so I got in relationships where my voice wasn't being heard. I settled for less. I allowed people to overstep certain boundaries and I was okay with it because at the end of the day, it would give me a small reward of feeling content because they're content. And so when I began to take that back and I was like, this is not who I want to be. I don't want to be someone who has always felt uncomfortable to make other people uncomfortable, to to make other people comfortable. I would rather feel uncomfortable to make others feel comfortable. And that wasn't okay with me. I started to realize that that's what I had been doing for such a long time. And then I wondered why my needs weren't being met. Well, I was doing that to myself. So when I began to dissolve that, I used to, used to, not even just used to, I been doing, I cut people off left and right. And I'm a very forgiving person. It's not that I just, you know, you do one thing and I cut it off. But red flags for me, they stand out. They're not pink, blue, yellow, they're red. And so if I see a red flag, I'm going to cut it off because I've had experience with that. A red flag to me can be questioning someone's love. If I have to question your love, that's an immediate red flag for me because I've always been in relationships where I felt like I had to question whether someone wanted to be with me or not what what is this like we've been doing this like for a long time like what is this is there a title is there this is there that and so for me that feeling those thoughts are a red flag but maybe for someone else that's not a red flag so you know people aren't perfect I'm not expecting for someone to be perfect. Not every imperfection is a red flag, but I know myself so deeply and I know the wounds that I carry and I know the trauma and I've been able to dissolve most of that. I'm aware of what is a red flag to me. And so although people aren't perfect, but I know who's perfect for me, I'm able to spot that easily. So when I think about the relationship that I want and who I want to become and the person that I want to embody, the people who I want to follow me on my journey and enjoy the rewards that I'm going to reap, I keep an eye out for that. I know how to let go of people because I know that that's making more room for myself and for the people that are meant to be there. On this journey, you're not meant to bring everyone with you. You're meant to meet people and let them go. You're meant to experience love, many different forms of love, right? There's not just one form of love. If you have a child, you know the love that you have for your child is different than the love that you have for your your partner. It's different than the love you have for your mom, for your siblings. There are many different forms of love. Not every form of love is meant to follow you forever. When you think about the person that you want to marry, right? If you can envision the partner that you want to spend the rest of your life with. What are their morals? What are their values? What are their beliefs? And how do their actions align to that? If you have someone or you want someone who has, um, you know, a belief that family is everything, that that's like their number one value, how do their actions align to that? And is the person that you currently want or you want to let go of, how do they align to that? Do they align to that? Do they have exactly what you want are you someone who wants someone who can love you and show you that they support you someone who gives you affection someone who's a romantic or someone who's just laid back someone who's chill someone who lets you have your space what is it that you want 
And why are you settling for less? Why are you settling for someone who isn't giving you not even half of that? Why are you settling for someone who doesn't know how to communicate the love that they have for you? Why are you settling for someone who you have to question whether they love you or not? Why? It's like you're on this journey, right? You're Let's say you're running a marathon and you know that at the end of the marathon, you are going to have the best tasting piece of cake that you want to have right it's just the best it's like that's what you're striving for you're striving for that and only that but along the way are small pieces of cake there's little cupcakes along the way but if you eat one of those or if you try to bring one with you to the end you're not going to get or receive that cake at the end why would you settle for less when you know for a fact at the end of the race you are going to have what you desire the thing is most people don't have faith you have to have faith that it's coming for you you have to have faith that god has that for you not on your timing but it's coming and in the meantime you have to allow people to flow in and flow out of your life you have to know how to let go i feel like one of the biggest things or one of the biggest lessons i would say like 99% of the people on this planet have to learn is how to let go people are not possessions people are not meant to be something that you possess people are meant to be free so how does your relationship with yourself reflect in someone else if you want someone loyal are you willing to trust if you want someone who can understand you are you willing to heal the way that you communicate like everything is a reflection of yourself of how you allow people to be there for you. And most people are only here to teach you something, to teach you how to let go, to teach you how to love, to teach you a certain aspect that you have about yourself. Not everyone is meant to stay. When you begin to just flow with life, right? You take control over what's happening. It's like flowing down a river. You can either go against it or you can go with it. And if you go with it, the only control you really have is if you swerve left or right, right, what you avoid, how long you stay in certain parts of that river. But as long as it allows you, as long as you allow yourself to keep flowing, you'll be fine. Things are going to happen along the way. Pain has purpose, right? Pain has purpose. It has to teach you something. But why would you deal with all of that pain just to end up with someone who causes you more pain. Wouldn't you rather take that pain and transmute it into something beautiful? Most people get stuck in that river, right? You're flowing with the river. Most people get stuck on the edge and they, they hang out with certain fishes in a certain place and they want to stay there. But the river doesn't stop for nobody. It keeps going and going and going. You either decide to go against it, hold back, or you allow God to take you to a new view. You know, you want to stay here on the edge of the river. You're struggling. You're holding on to it so hard because it's familiar. You're used to it. But God wants to show you the ocean. Right? You have so much more to see. You have so much more to experience. And I think that heartbreak is not, obviously, it's not something easy to deal with. But I would rather feel heartbreak for a few months, maybe a year, however long it takes me to heal then feel that inconsistency and feel the heartbreak and feel this the disloyalty and experience 
so much trauma with a partner for the rest of my life? Why would I do that to myself? Why would I experience this life right now? Why would I choose to experience this life right now only to be consistently suffering in my mind, body, and spirit? Like I'm here in the physical experiencing this for a reason. Why would I choose to settle for something that was only meant to be a lesson, was only meant to be temporary, right? Because feelings are temporary. But why would I do that to myself? I wouldn't. I just, I, I can't imagine myself doing that. And so I have faith. I have 100% faith that God is going to bring me who I'm meant to be with because I'm becoming that person. Because I'm in love with myself because I stand by my values because I know who I am because I know what I want and I'm not going to settle for anything less of that why would I do that to myself I also want to be an example to my daughter of what life can be what love can be because you know a lot of people stay in relationships or in marriages solely because they have kids with that person or because they built something with that but I think that that does a lot more damage to kids to see parents grow up in a household where they hate each other like they're consistently fighting consistently arguing you could tell it's not love it's just an obligation at that point I think that's so much more damaging to a kid because then they'll go out and seek that in a partner and even if you rebel against it science shows that kids end up in relationships that match exactly like their parents' relationships, even if they were like, nope, I don't want this, I will never get into a relationship like this, eventually you end up showing signs that you react the same way as your parents or you cause certain reactions in your partner to reflect the relationships that you had when you were growing up, the ones that you viewed growing up. And so for me personally, I really want my daughter to grow up and know that when she leaves, it's not because she wasn't worthy enough. It's not because she lacks something or because it's never going to work out for her or that she wasn't enough for someone, but that when she leaves, it's because she was enough for herself, because she knew who she was, because she knows who she wants and because she came here to experience the best type of love that she can ever experience, nothing less of that, and settling for less of that is her believing she is unworthy enough. Her settling for that is her believing that she is unlucky and that God doesn't have her back because most people do that. Most people stay to certain people because they believe that they will never find someone else who is better than what they received. But why would you have that belief? Why would you believe that God will give it to somebody else and not you? Listen, I came here to be loved to the highest degree by my partner, my friends, my family, anyone who is willing to give that to me. But I cannot recognize that in someone else if I'm afraid to let go, if I don't have faith that it's coming to me, not on my timing, but in the meantime, I'm going to find myself, I'm going to love myself, I'm going to take myself out, I'm going to enjoy all other different forms of love that I currently have, not just a romantic partner love, but the love that I have for my daughter, for my friends, for my family, from the enjoyment that I receive, from the activities that I do, from the simple things in life from waking up and being able to live in a clean home and just there are so many different forms of love so really you just have to have faith that it's going to come for you you have to know what you want in a partner how you reflect that how that reflects within yourself 
you have to trust the process. Really trust the process. Understand that pain has purpose. And even if you feel it, you know, letting go is not about not feeling love for somebody. It's not about completely eliminating every single emotion and every single memory that you have attached to this person. It's about feeling that love, feeling those emotions that you have for that person and still choosing to walk away. Loving someone from across the road, right? Not being there in their presence because if it was something that you truly came from your spirit and you truly love somebody and now you have to let them go because they're not meant for you and you're able to do that you're able to let them go not just for yourself but for them as well you know because when you hold on to someone and you try to keep them as a possession you say this person's mine this is my person i don't want to see them in love i don't want to see them with someone else you're taking that away from yourself as well, right? You're literally a reflection of everything that's happening in your life. So if you're holding on to somebody, you're not letting them go. You're not letting them move on. You're not allowing yourself to, to move on. You're not allowing yourself to make room to experience new people. So letting go isn't about not feeling emotions or feelings and love for someone. It's about knowing when to let go. It's about feeling it, experiencing it, letting it be, and allowing it for, for it to naturally transmute into something else, to grow into something else, to grow, you know, turn that pain into passion, turn that hurt into love. Whatever that is for you, that is your moment to experience yourself and understand yourself and to transmute the energy that you currently feel into something better. But... Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for supporting me, tuning in and listening. I appreciate you so much and I will see you on the next episode.